What's up, guys? Welcome to the first edition of Slow Pitch Wrestling in 2019. We are out here in Studio B, ready to rock this year out with the podcast. Studio B is going to be getting shut down shortly. B plus for a couple weeks. B plus. Like two weeks. Yeah, Come on back to the studio A show. A. Yeah, we're going Come back on to the A show. How's uh, the, is it warm in Studio A? I'll buy a heater. <laughs> I'll do it. Come on home. Before we get into things, uh, let's say hello to the gentleman to my right here, Lucas. You want to go to me first? Yeah. All right. It's better. Uh... <laughs> you know why it's a good day? Why is it a good day? Can anyone take a guess why why it's a good day? It is not your birthday. Next week is. We're going rapid Payday. fire. Payday. It's 15th. Wrong. I get paid tomorrow. Um, Dan Ram's in jail. Boom! Yes. Dan Ram is in fucking jail, yes. baby. <laughs> Thanks to everybody that helped out. Eat shit, uh, Dan Ram. The Slow Pitch podcast had a little bit something to do with it. Had a couple conversations with people in Jersey. Met a lot of people in Jersey that really don't like this guy. A lot, of, a lot of people. The stories just keep rolling. We're in touch now with a news reporter that's going to do a story and cannot believe how much stuff has gone on. So did you actually talk to him or just like were you messaging with him? Who? The guy, uh, the reporter. The reporter I just messaged back and forth to. But uh, the guy at Dan Ram's previous job I did talk to. <laughs> and he thought it was pretty funny. And he was like, I guess he was just like middle management. And he's like, I can't wait. I can't wait to tell the boss this. <laughs> he's like, and we have another phone call from somebody that wants, like, left a, uh, a message. Voicemail. Like, hey, can you have the owner call me back? I want to talk about somebody that's working for you. <laughs> Jesus. That's awesome. And uh, he's still in with no bail. Because uh, he's, he's still, uh, is, you'll be able to find him on that the app, right? Ooh, that, uh, yes. The rest app that we've uh, yeah yeah he's on mobile patrol. Around. If you do the thing, but they don't have the mug shots on that one. Uh, that's okay. Um, yeah, it's, I sent I put it up on the uh, Facebook group. page. Yeah, yeah. The Ram scam too. Thanks to uh, Ron Simone for starting that. Yeah, that was nice, right? That is yeah. great. I cannot believe how many people this guy scammed. I actually felt bad for him at once. I was like, guys, guys just scamming lot, me. Yeah, I, but you know, if he are if he scammed us and another two wrestlers. Okay, it's still shitty. Yeah. But all right. But there's fucking 20, 25 people. More than there's that, 25, 30 people. There's eight different fucking scams. <laughs> yeah. The last time I, I fucking got a message through to him, he was like, I don't have your videos. I was like, dude, it was t-shirts, you piece of shit. <laughs> we never asked you for videos. Like, why don't you, you don't, you're fucking your scams up. Yes. Dan Ram is in jail with no bail. I believe it's a class B felony for writing. Yeah, I did see right some, uh, someone wrote that. It's writing... Checks, fraudulent. fraudulent check that you knew you didn't have the funds for. Because yeah. if you write a check and it bounces, it's not a crime, I don't think. You can just say, you know, well, I have the funds, yeah. here's the money. But if you're willingly writing checks when you know you, you don't know have the money, let's be felony, baby. Dan Ram is locked away. It's a lot of peace. And I'm still getting my money back. Our money back when he gets out. I'm, how, do, do I promised him I will get my money back. Do you know how we have to go about that? Huh? Is there any legal thing or we just have to kind of wait for... Repossession of assets. Yeah, yeah. Like even if it's are we, on, it's are we fucking, in the class action lawsuit yet? Uh, no, we're not. No, I'm when repossessive assets. It means even if I got to go sit in fucking Cracker Barrel and eat his breakfast when it gets there, I'm getting my money back from this guy. <laughs> now that I know where he hangs out, <laughs> Planet Fitness, you can lift the weights for him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're tanning today, Dan. So I've been having a pretty good couple of days. It's been pretty uh, exciting. It'll be a lot better when we finally get our money back, but uh, I'm not sure it's going to happen. But I'm going to keep trying. Well, she well, since we there. all got entrance music. <laughs> you got to provide. You got to come on. We're low. We're low podcast oh, as it is. Fuck. Yeah, I'm an asshole. <laughs> um, that was that was terrible. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Not much. Uh, happy to be alive. Had a strep throat. You know, 
Dropped it's, a few LBs. Uh, yeah, I dropped a couple pounds. Thank you. Like 2019 resolution, right? 205. 205. Yep, I'm wrestling Jack Gallagher. Uh, double, or, double or nothing, it'll be Walsh versus Marty Squirrel. Uh. Yeah, two of, loser goes to 205 live. <laughs> uh, you know, so we, we are airing a podcast, uh, uh, an interview we had with Patient. Unfortunately, we weren't able to make it. Fill on the weather. Yeah. That was good. I didn't give everybody the, the mumps. But, uh, I mean, I was telling him, my, my girlfriend called out of work on Friday. My boss called out of work on Friday. Everyone at the bank is coughing or sneezing. Oh, I, to- I told you after you left that night, I was like, oh, my God, my throat's hurting. I took allergy medicine. I was like, I've never had strep throat. I have, like, oh, immunity to it. <laughs> I swear to God, I've never had it. Everybody in this house has had it. I've, since I was a kid, I've never had strep throat. I was like, oh, my God, my throat's killing me. Uh, next day at work, felt like shit. Came home, took a lot of vitamin C, felt fine. But I thought, thought I caught it through the phone. Oh, I drank three gallons of orange juice in two days. Yeah. <laughs> I, I ate it up. It is uh, definitely the prime time for uh, immune systems to go down the drain right now, apparently. Definitely. A lot of news. You know, it's been a couple weeks now since we've uh, kind of been on a little holiday hiatus here. We've let the busy. content build up. It's been yeah. busy. Uh, yeah, we picked the bad time to go on uh, on holiday. No, Jesus, they picked Jesus ba- picked his own birthday. Right? <laughs> all right, they, they picked a bad time to release all this, all this stuff to go on. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Wrestle Kingdom is January fourth for the last yeah. thirteen years. Yeah. So I guess the big news really, officially official, uh, All Elite Wrestling is now off the ground. Well, uh, I believe, don't still... believe they own a ring. <laughs> yeah, you, there's yeah, telling not a ring as of yet. I mean, we actually, Slow Pitch actually owns as much wrestling stuff as <laughs> All Elite right now. Yeah, they might have more gear though. Well, gear is gear. I mean, a ring and chairs and that stuff. They don't have anything. How many chairs are in this room right now? I'm sure they, they know where to get it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying they can't get it. So... Tony Khan, or the or the dad is technically the owner or the main the main backer, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Tony Khan, the son, will be running the Khan family. Uh, owners of the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, Fulham FC in the Premier League. Yes. Pretty young guy. Yeah, he, he's gonna be close to my age, I think. Or is he that maybe, young? Maybe between the two of us. I fear. Yeah. Um, maybe some. Maybe our statistician can look that up in a minute. Um, our statistician. <laughs> that means one of you two. That's right. Nice. I'm off camera. <laughs> Um, you guys are on the hard camera. You gotta stay. You gotta stay looking. <laughs> That's why I came dressed like the suit. You know, right? yeah, yeah. Um, so the big news yet? They're uh, it's officially official. Uh, Cody and the Bucks are all EVPs. Brandy's the chief brandy officer. But they, so they held a rally to um, officially announce they're going into business. They know how to put on a show. So in Jericho's podcast today, he talks about how Tony. I think it was or that or the BTE. Tony Khan spent WrestleMania money on pyro for that event. Really, nineteen eighty two. So he's five years older than me. So he's 36. 36. It's not bad. He no. looks a lot. You know, he looks a good 36. Yeah. I thought he was like in his 20s. Yeah, he's got a fucking baby face going on. They probably just saved some from the last Jags game. <laughs> we thought we were going <laughs> to... Don't thought, pull these off. We thought we were going to have the playoff game. You know, we went to the yeah. AFC Championship. Or not. Well, they lost to the Patriots in the first round. Pull these off year. for Bortles or save them for Cody and the Bucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bortles or Bucks. Bortles yeah. or Bucks. Bucks it is. Uh, so they did hold their rally. A lot of info was announced May 25th, which uh, I... Our sources told us already in Vegas, MGM, Labor Day weekend. Double or nothing. Double or nothing. Oh, everybody stand by. Here's where we get big time, Walsh. I do have travel arrangements. No <laughs> in, way, in, son of a in bitch. Plan. I, I did reach out to Starcast to try to get our podcast on Podcast Row, so maybe you guys would come with me, but maybe you would come with me. But, can, I have, can I carry your bags? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow, that's a good time. Hey, I'm trying to move the podcast forward, right? Try to get some I Starcast. see, I see. Yeah. Uh, call me Marty Janetti. I'll be Marty and Lewis <laughs> where, can be Janetti. Where's that glass? 
So, uh, some of the notable names that are signed. Uh, oh, t- 20 seconds time out. This is the second time Murph's told me he's going to a show without me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes ago, he's like, oh, yeah, me and Nina are going to NEWs. You can suck yeah. a dick. Uh, and uh, now I'm going all in. So I don't wanna I don't wanna say go out of order, but I don't remember how they came out. Um so obviously everyone knew Hangman was gonna be there. I think one of the surprisings was Pac coming out and it looks like Hangman versus Pac will be a, a match at uh double or nothing. If I'm not guessing. for the title. The, the yeah. way they hyped it, it might be for the new title. That's definitely gonna be a sick match. I really and, wasn't surprised by Pac. Really? Were you not surprised? I mean, I'm not saying I was like, holy shit, it's fucking Pac, but I guess it's because he, I would have thought he would have went to, if he wanted to be with them, he would have showed it all in. Wasn't he still, he, was, he wasn't on the contract anymore? Uh, no, because I read them talk about it. Like, well, let's also think, during all in, they already knew what they were going to do, so maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he was available for all in. Not but he, I mean, also he is, so he must have a non-exclusive contract. I mean, he's the Dragon Gate champion right, right now. Um, I think he's a champion somewhere in England, too. Rep Pro or somewhere else. I mean, Jericho... Well, I guess we'll get to Jericho, but Jericho also, I mean, he's still leaving open the cruise and New Japan. Um, what, where's your uh, room on the cruise? Yeah. Uh, no, no info has been released yet. I'm on the mailing list, though. So. <laughs> Although, it's, I'm guessing it's going to be next January, and I have to bring uh, Yoko on a cruise before that because she told me her first cruise a can't be... A year from this... From That's now. what I'm thinking, because I think just to... The time, like, based on when they released tickets last time for when it was, I think. You better uh, get to it, Murphy. Yoko told me her first cruise can't be a wrestling cruise, so <laughs> there's got to be a cruise before it. MJF is uh, signed to All Elite Wrestling. I was surprised by that. Um, 22 I, years old, I think, or 23 years old. You know, really young. Yeah. Now, I'm not surprised in a bad way. I just, for for some reason, I thought he was with uh, MLW or somewhere else already. I thought he was signed up somewhere. He, he's definitely, I don't know how his country was, but he, he's been showing up at MLW. Yeah, he's been there a lot. Um, Definitely plays a fucking great heel. Oh, yeah. When he called Conrad turkey tits, I fucking died. Oh, that was great. He went right after he Conrad. Went all over him. Turkey, that was good. I forgot about that. Um, and even in the, the news BTE, he just plays Cody's fucking right-hand man, and Cody comes and him to the Bucks and Hangman. Cody walks away, and he says, you motherfuckers think I'm going to be friends with you. you got another fucking thing coming. Like, <laughs> he's definitely going to be the fucking heel of the company. That's amazing. Thanks, um, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I was just going to say. You that. hate two BTE. Shows, two you shows hate it. BTE. No, no. I told you I started watching it when they started the World Spoiler Jones wrestling. over yeah. here. Guys, hey, guys, I'm going to two good shows, and hey, did you see it yet? No. Well, here's what happened. Well, here's the best part of the, the fucking whole issue. Hey, I could have ruined it for you before you even watched the rally, so. <laughs> no, no. I Well, yeah, I was at baseball um, practice. That was tough. Another signing, Joey Janela, the bad boy in Penelope Ford. I'm very happy about that. I'm a big Joey Janela, Mark. Not entirely sure when he is back from injury. I know. I mean, not sure either. Because I know he's not wrestling in April at his show. Yeah. Well, um, all elite still doesn't even own a ring. So. That's true. You, <laughs> you can't wrestle without a ring. Yeah. So. You know what though? You, they could pop up anywhere though. Other any all these. Did guys. you see their tweets today? Some about Los Angeles. Yes. Um, Cody tweeted "see you," uh, and then Hangman said "in," and then. Buck one, Los, and then the other one, Angeles. Uh, so I saw the Angeles. Los Angeles. I saw the Sia and Angeles. I didn't. I don't must not call the other it two. Came out to see you in Los Angeles, which is right at who's at MLW? Uh, MLW out of Los Angeles. Joey Ryan's Bar Wrestling's in Los Angeles. PWG. Right, PWG. That's the one. Oh, uh, there is a show, Christopher Daniels. It's like the worst time I've ever been in a show. That I know, I remember seeing this uh, the flyer for Christopher Daniels is like the head of it or the main. Obviously, they're doing oh, a no, show I in Los Angeles. It, maybe it's, it might be tonight at the Bar Wrestling Show. I think it's like the be- this is the best town ever because they're further in Southern California. So that might be tonight. So yeah, I mean, I you got to think. I mean, I know Cody's an injury, but for the Bucks or Hangman to not wrestle for 
no. four months. I mean, they're going to be doing a, a Hardy Brothers thing, touring around, just popping yeah, up right. the shows. Going for the gold. Quest for gold. Quest for the gold. That was great. No, what was it called? It wasn't called Quest for Gold. It was called the, uh, oh man, it was something funny. They were procuring gold. Procuring, yeah. procuring the gold. In, in all the dimensions. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, Matt Hardy is another one that you could see him jumping ship. just beca- then For no other reason than just because he... Yeah, just to get his, da- his face and his knee back. I mean, I know there's rumors that Goldust... Could be splitting out. Could way. be splitting out. I, today the, I read something that they said they don't want to do that. They don't want to do a WCW and taking all the quote-unquote WWE legends, you know, in there. That's right. That they have, they're going to have more than enough talent. But, I mean, a spot, like a run-in or something like that, that would be... So, I mean, I guess to kind of piggyback some of that, not not legends at all, but the Revival did actually... I was just about to say, fuck up your whole flow. Well, uh, those aren't legends. Yeah, I mean, those saying. are young guys. Well, because you know it's a matter of time before Zack Ryder's in there. Yeah. And probably Mojo, Kurt Hawkins. There's going to be a bunch of... You think they like Mojo? I think he's an athletic dude, and they really don't have a deep roster. Oh, I think he'll be... Sick. I mean, you figure... I mean, would you rather... Has... Are you going to job in WWF, or would you job with all your friends? I don't even know if they like Mojo. I think he's saying he knows that Zack Ryder's cool with Cody and the Bucks. Yeah. But I, I don't think he... I don't think Mojo is not known to be friendly with them, I guess. Mm. Mojo, fuck. Well, I mean... They need somebody's got to lose these matches. Yeah, they need they need bodies. I mean, <laughs> they need if you, get, you have seven matches, and if there are all these two people, 14, 15 guys, your tag teams, you need. That's 20, what they 25. grabbed up this um, Chinese association for. Yes, they that's, did. That's interesting. They're gonna be pinning everybody from. It's <laughs> like the OWE Oriental yeah, did, Wrestling. I, did you see any of the highlights? They're fucking wild. No, but so on Jericho's podcast, he talked about the four guys. I guess there's kind of four main guys from there that they're looking at. And he was like, it, he described it as Cirque du Soleil. That's what it looked. It looked like Crouching Tiger shit. Like they were jumping off each other's backs, like fucking. Crazy there, like big moves, like and um, you know shit I've never seen before, obviously. But I saw maybe three one minute videos, and they're all like, "Holy shit!" Crazy, like, yeah. They're all like car crashing, like young buck shit. Fly, everybody's flying over every rope and spot, it's wild, spot, yeah, lots of spots. So I mean, yeah, I mean that's I kind of forgot about that part. So I mean, they do OWE. I want to say it's called Oriental Wrestling. All right, Murph. It kind of sounds racist to say it. But... Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. I was just gonna say oh. I'm pretty sure what's called. Sounds racist to say Oriental Wrestling. Oh, you can say well, Oriental Wrestling. Well, you mean 2019. You didn't? Never mind. I see, you're going to make me say a bunch of racist comments. <laughs> but yeah, you didn't say this. You didn't say <laughs> Say much stuff. Much um, more stuff than that. Yeah. Oriental's being nice. And then yeah, your grandfather says it's being nice. <laughs> <laughs> to end the rally, which I think was real no surprise because Jericho, basically anything he says. Well, hold on, you know, hold on. Uh, Britt Baker. Forgetting? Oh right, Britt uh, Baker. Doctor Britt Baker, come out, follow your dreams. Um, DDS. Uh, DDS. Um, who uh, who else we missed? There's somebody else too, I believe. Pack. Oh, the Pac. SCU. Oh, yeah. SCU yeah, okay. came out, and uh, they were one of the first. They were the first ones, I believe. They introduced. They came out. Um, that's big. Uh, SCU signing up with them. Um, at Britt Baker, Hangman, Pac, Pac. MJF. Uh, MJF, Joey Janela, Penelope Ford. Maybe it, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> and then so then the, it ends with. Uh, with no surprise, we're saying Jericho coming out. Anyone on this podcast today, he he's, he mentioned he chose his words kind of wisely. Yeah, where he said, changing the universe. Not here to change the world, we're here to change the universe. Yeah, I mean, a little punsky. Uh, very interesting. You definitely got to check it out. Um, I mean, he, he goes through all the decisions he's made in the past year and a half or, you know. How Vince, Vince would. Did he get into Kenny? Uh, since you've already written half the podcast for me. Did he what? He, the only, he only mentions Kenny. Well, I mean, he talks about how he won the, the match with Kenny. That's how he went to Vince and, you know, saying, I want to go to New Japan for this match with Kenny. Yeah. Um, and then basically how he had so much fun. They go back to Naito. He mentions Kenny with saying, 
one time if he were to go to AEW or something, something along those lines. Uh, and then a lot of the other stuff starts to make sense, like the Saudi Arabia, the casket match yeah, show. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. How it kept changing from Rusev. It was Rusev, then it was Jericho, then it was back to Rusev. Uh-huh. And he said Vince called him and he agreed to do the casket match. And then he called Vince and told him, hey, listen, I just signed up. Because Kenny was supposed to be a one-off thing. One time, that was it. And then he called Vince and was like, uh, listen, I signed up to do three three matches over the year with Naito. And then you know, he said he wasn't really too enthused about it. The first one he was happy about, right, and with Kenny, and then he wasn't too enthused about that. And then, like, a couple weeks later, he got a call that they were going back with Rusev in the casket match. He's just in the Battle Royal. So, yeah, so he knew something was up. But he said they offered him an obscene amount of money. It was the most money he ever made for one match, and he was in there for, like, three minutes. He was number 50, the last entry, and it was was a three-minute match for him. But he got paid big money, like, the money for money. Yeah, although I did say the airport was terrible, a, a bad experience. If they're paying fucking Shawn Michaels four million dollars, what they give Jericho? They probably gave him fucking close to a million. Probably close to a I million mean, bucks, yeah. at least, three yeah. minutes worth of work, and uh, that's fucking unbelievable. Shit. I did a couple hard ways in that three minutes. Punch me in the <laughs> he face. said he made a, he said he made a shitload of money with the Kenny Omega match too because yeah, he did a uh, sure it was like a, the second biggest match in Wrestle Kingdom. He did it, yeah, but he did a deal with like, the buys with the pay per view buys and the seats. So whatever you did the year before, whatever you do more than you did the year before, he was getting a percentage. So they did. It was 15,000 more seats. More seats sold. New Japan subscribers went from 60,000 to 100,000. Yeah. I mean, granted, obviously not all on him, but but you're working that in your deal. When you're talking Jericho, he said it was all because of him. Oh, that was all because of that match was added. Dude, that was some deal he cut. I mean, if you're getting a dollar a buy, you've told him $40,000 just for pay-per-views and then Whatever seats are in the thing. So, guaranteed, he's over 50000 60000 just for that. And sure. then before you even do anything. So, you had to get paid a, a shitload of them, a couple hundred grand for the match. Probably. And it's crazy that you're making that much money at 48 when you figure... I mean, I guess it's tough to compare it to sports where you're getting in the prime at 27, 28, 29, 30. Yeah. Right. Uh, maybe wrestling... Do you figure the prime is the late thirties, maybe? Well, prime, you be, no, early. You become an attraction later in age. Lesnar's his biggest attraction now, is as old as he is. Yeah, um, unfortunately, you know they they're still paying guys like him to come back. They're paying Rock to come back. They're paying Batistas. They're paying. You know what I mean? They're they're the attraction now. SCU uh, going to be in our home promotion, Northeast Wrestling, uh, next Friday and Saturday. Tom, we said hi. Yeah. I'll let him know. Let yeah. Him know. Uh, Scorpio. Christopher Daniels wrestling Big Bacon for the title. Murph, uh, you're going to bring your, you're going to wear your slow pitch shirt? I'll bring it with me. I'll leave it in the backseat of the car now for, <laughs> for the show. <laughs> you know, that's well, Murph's big now, time move. Now I know I won't be sitting next to two of the people wearing the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Unity, brother. Support the show, bud. Support the show. You're uh, the star of the show, and we're the ones that do all the support. That's real big time, right? He doesn't even support the, his own show. Um, we're like the the two Destiny's Child ones that get kicked uh, out. Yeah, we're LaGreca and uh, yeah. George yeah. Rothenberg. Yeah. <laughs> we're like Carson. We're going to jail. <laughs> but we're well, I guess the, you'd have to be LaGreca, right? I mean, you, you started this podcast with uh, some rants. You know, I'm surprised that there's been no Dan Ram rants uh, ever on the podcast. And now it's a good day. So now you can't even rant. No, no, I'm, a good, I'm happy. <laughs> No rant. Oh, no yeah. ranting today. When I find out he got out of jail and got like, you know, a $500 fine or something, and that's it, then there'll be some rants. Uh, then there'll be some run-ins too in in the Cracker Barrel in Cracker South Barrels. Jersey. <laughs> He's doing He'll a run-in, drinking, drinking his protein shake, trying to fit Pour those dumplings <laughs> on him. Fuck that guy. So uh, switch a little bit to Ring of Honor. 
They are now obviously the now kind of going away from AEW. They're dealing with the uh, the departure of four of their top guys. Yeah, uh, shit, six. So SEU, uh, Cody, uh, yeah, Bucks, SCU. Hangman. He's got shitting all over SCU tonight. He hasn't mentioned him once. <laughs> I know he's. They're out of his mind. You know what I mean? He's big time. So the the signings have have begun for Ring of Honor to kind of you know try to keep up uh, you their viewership and all of that. I mean, we've talked about um, Brody. We talked about PCO um, joining Villain Enterprises with Marty. But now, like the guys at Ring of Honor, like the the, the older guys that have been there, main event or upper tier mid card, uh, Jay Lethal, Dalton's, Dalton, Briscoes. Silas, Briscoes, Briscoes. Like, are they getting? Offers from AEW, or are they just like in the locker room staring at these guys? Like, dude, you can come over and say what's up. You know what I mean? You're gonna gonna offer me a contract? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want me to give you a call? You want me to call you this weekend? But I mean, is that not the same way? It had to be weird. But that's that's gotta be the same thing where you're saying, you know, they've said they don't want to go to WWE and pull as legends, but to an extent, for Ring of Honor, Jay Lethal and Briscoes are the quote unquote legends of Ring of Honor at this point right now. And Jay Lethal just, did Jay Lethal resign? And Silas resigned. Uh, I didn't see anything about Dalton. Shane, T- oh, I mean, not on the main available now. Shane Taylor resigned exclusive for Ring of Honor 2019. Right. Uh, um, Marty's through April. Through April. Flip is through next year. Flip's got another. They just year, locked so. up Bandito. Bandito. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rush from CMML just signed, who uh, began Los Ingobernables, I believe, with Cien Almas. Oh yeah. In, like when they were down in Mexico. Frankie. Mark Haskins, uh, Bandito. <laughs> I mean, Mark Haskins won Ring of Honor International Cup last. Two years ago, technically now they're definitely doing their part trying to bring in. Uh, although it's, yeah. they're they're going the stables route. Juice's group there we were talking about before, yeah. Um, so you know, you obviously have Villain Enterprises, Lifeblood, uh, yeah. which also means I guess Juice Robinson is going to have a bigger role in Ring of Honor now. Yeah, yeah. In his promo he said he's not just here for a cup of coffee; he's here. He says uh, so, dressed so, like the Mad Hatter. I mean, yeah. Ring of Honor. I mean, at least till April because it seems there's a lot of issues with uh, working. Contracts between companies now with AEW here, yeah, and seemingly all centering around Kenny. Um, well, you got to think about um, what happened at the end of Final Battle. Nick Aldis came out, so where does he yeah. rear his head? Does he come back in before the Supercard? He he's been at some of the tapings too. So uh, Nick Aldis is around. Um, like we said, there's still Jay Lethal still here. You're bringing in big guys like uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Bandino, Brody, yeah, Brody and uh, PCO are, are part of a stable now. And I think you got to think about. Jeff Cobb, who's their TV title champion, yeah. he's he's a he's a big guy and he's a an and they're awesome building worker. Cobb. Yeah, they're they're working on Cobb. They're building him up. They had him go over Hangman, you know, at Final Battle. Uh, even though Hangman was on his way out the door, there that's still a big move. Yeah, after the two years Hangman's put in, uh, great. Um, I believe it's a great time for Ring of Honor. It's very reminiscent of you know when all three companies were rolling: ECW, WCW, and uh, WWE, Federation. where where you had. Choices. If you got fired, you couldn't just go to one or the other. You could go all around. Yeah. So uh, there's a difference of um, uh, environment now. Um, so going back to the faction with Juice, you got Steel Dashwood, who kind of brings you uh, oh, presence in the women's. Emma. Emma. No, no. Say again. Tennille Dashwood. Oh, it was like one of those Saudi Arabia things. But you for a second, I was like, what did he say? Um, oh. So Juice is gonna stick around. Uh, you know this lifeblood. And um, Juice is obviously still going to have his big role in uh, New, New Japan, Japan after he just took Cody's title. Um, so you got Tennille Dashwood. I mean, she's going to give you presence in the in the Women of Honor. Um, you got Bandito, who's a 
superstar basically in Mexico. David Finley, Tracy Williams, Mark Haskins, who we just talked about as being a, a new signee. You know, this this gives you options where this faction could be holding all the gold. Yeah, David Finley's uh, Juice's partner in Japan. Um, uh, obviously, Finley's son. Uh, very reminiscent, big, hard-hitting son of a bitch. Actually, he's not that big of a guy, but he's a hard-hitting son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, like you said, Haskins and Bandito. I, 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 there's a lot of guys in it. You know, they're all good, but there's just a lot of guys. Yeah, little little interesting that they picked decided on so many people to 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 join. But I mean, you kind of see how that rolls. Um, so definitely be interesting to see how. Oh, so what I did want to get to was two injuries. Who uh, our good pal Nina apparently is a bad bad juju. Is a uh, she's a big injury. Uh, she was at the shows, the taping. The Jersey Jinx. Yeah. Uh, so Chris Saban and Flip Gordon both got injured. I think in the same match too. They were tags partners. I think uh, it was separate nights. Did, you find, did we find out what happened to Flip? Was it ankle? Or so any? what I heard, Saban tore his ACL, and it's probably after six months. Uh, Flip has an MCL sprain and is tentatively out four weeks. Okay, that's a neat. Because uh, somebody had a video, like a real small clip of him laying on the floor on uh, on the internet, and it said Flip just broke his ankle. They were sitting in like the second row. Like, oh my god. Um, Breaking news, you're wrong. Yeah. And not worse than uh, Sid Vicious. Off the Flip top is road. actually going to be in... <laughs> I can't even watch that, that So they just posted... That must have been the anniversary. So yeah, it was, it it's again. been all over Facebook all week. I can't even watch it anymore. That's a bad one. That's yeah. bad. Um, Flip's actually going to be out in Connecticut on next Saturday with NEW uh, for the meet and greet. Okay. Got to make money, kid. Yeah, he's he's following the footsteps of the elite on how to, how to oh, make yeah. money. He's do the meet and greets. Um, hey, he's going to clean up. Russell Kingdom happened since uh, the last time that we were all together. Great show. Good show. I loved it. You know, I can't remember all of our picks that we made with Sean, but I, f- I know we picked Kenny to lose. Yes. I'm pretty sure I won that fucking pool. Did you do the one on his page where on you page, picked? Yeah. yeah, so did I. I never, I never got any emails. Oh, well, you know what? Actually, uh, he did have his kid that day. That's true. He, Which, he got to buck the fuck up. Cause we, we, said, we talked about it, right? We talked about it. We said... Tanahashi. Because she wasn't due for two weeks after that. And we said, oh, you know, joking around. What if you have the baby on Wrestle Kingdom? You got to name it. And he... Tanahashi. And he agreed. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. And I called him out on it on uh, his Facebook page. And... He did mention he was at least calling it Ace. Yeah, which he's calling it Ace. Which, which yeah. is not fair. <laughs> um, Cut him a break. First kid. But uh, definitely some good matches. I, I thought Naito and Jericho... Uh, it was a really great match. Really good match. I thought I mean, that was the best match. I think night. Jericho just goes to Japan because he does. He can scream and curse. Oh yeah, yeah. He just ha, Naito, that. you fucking bitch, huh? <laughs> yeah, yes. Huh? So funny. Screaming. Fuck you, Naito. Yeah. He does it all the time. Oh yeah, he loves it. He loves grabbing the camera. He just goes over there to have fun. I thought Kenny during that match played a really good, and, and his match played a, a really good heel. He seemed like he was almost like catering to the crowd, like because of all the back and forth between sure. him and Tanahashi. Um, with Tanahashi, you know, I mean, you know, all the stuff that was said between them. Girls of Destiny lose their titles back to Evil and Sonata. Uh, yes, sick masks that came out looking like uh, you know Mr. Roboto. I'll quickly go back to Kenny and Tana. Great match, liked it a lot. I don't know if I was a little let down because I've just seen so many between him and Okada over the last couple of years and other yeah. matches where he's like out of control. Uh, Tana obviously is still great, but he showed his age. Um, I obviously feel Kenny was still a better wrestler there, but he was on his way out the door. Um, great entrance. Uh, the Russell Kingdom entrances are always great. Yeah, and Kenny had a really good one. They showed a little bit of his video, but then I liked the thing he had on his hand and, and the one wing. The one wing. That was really cool. Best um, uh, best entrance of the night. And I don't know if you saw the clip from uh, Japan, the re- the restaurant in Japan, 
was when uh, Okada got into the ring and, we oh, and he ripped pants his off? pants yeah, off and the place yeah. went crazy. I, I don't want to burst your bubble, but that clip is from a soccer game. I've seen they oh like, they put it together. They, like, they put you know other where videos. Dick. <laughs> Enjoy person. your wrestling shows this weekend. Yeah, yeah. cut that. There, Lucas. there was there was one video where they do that, and it's Al Michaels. And they haven't said so when Chris Collinsworth slides in on like Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football, the crowd goes wild. Goes crazy. Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> Who doesn't love the Collinsworth? Um, uh, yeah, that a, was cool though. Uh, I've seen a, a couple of those. He took his, yeah. uh, you know, he had like a fucking leg wrap on. Well, that was also um, Bushi, or whoever just signed with NXT. He had the uh, Back to the Future. Um, oh, oh uh, uh, Kushida. Kushida, yeah. Kushida, yeah. Kushida, yeah. Uh, he had the little kid come out. The dancing. time splitter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Kushida's good. That's you want to ruin that entrance too, Murph? Anything to say about is it? Is that official? Is he NXT? Two oh, that kid wasn't real. <laughs> it was really a midget. It wasn't <laughs> that, a real kid. Is that official? Did he go to NXT yet? Or? Uh, it's not official because I think his contract runs out at January. The end of the month, probably, and yeah. I thought he's having another match with Tanahashi. But I'm not entirely sure. I also saw, um, not to get completely off topic, Kenny, um, I don't know if it was a misprint or if it was just somebody made it up, on a poster for a uh, February 6th event with New Japan. Oh, yeah? So I don't know... If he agreed to an extra date, or if uh, that was just... No, I've seen that poster. It, card subject it, to change? It's just fucking Photoshop. Is it Photoshop? Yeah. I don't know. Wow, Lucas is fucking salty, because really? he just found out Santa Claus isn't real. Uh, uh, whoa, there's fucking kids running around here, you idiot. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus, Murph. Cody Juice, which I think we also picked Juice to win. Yes, we all saw that there. I, I thought that was a good match. Um, another good entrance by Cody and uh, Brandy. With tears, with tears in his eyes, Wolves picked Juice to win. Yeah. Yeah, it was hard, but it was smart. <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, when we were talking about with, when we were talking about this with Sean, and you know, he didn't think Kenny was going to drop the belt. Um, I think Jericho and Cody were all on board dropping the belts. You know, I mean, ninety nine percent that Kenny's leaving. The other ones are one hundred percent leaving. Why any of them were going to win? Yeah, that wasn't sure. going to happen. Yeah, Twenty second timeout. Speaking about belts, WWE announced that the women's tag team belts. Did you see them? I saw them. I right. did see them. I wasn't. Those are the New Japan Intercontinental belts. I was going to say, those will impact the wrestling dish, but. <laughs> no, those are the New Japan Intercontinental belts. You think so? Fuck it. Yeah, we take a Get a good picture of it and look, look at, at it and put it against each other. give it back to Naito. <laughs> so now, do you think that. Obviously, they didn't announce them as the Raw Women's Tag Team or the SmackDown. No, they already said it's going to go back and forth. Oh, it is. It's only one belt, one set of belts, and they're going to go to each uh, show, which. But they're not. Oh, those two shows aren't always behind each other. What do you mean? As in, like it's not that Raw. Aren't they kind of traveling separately? Sometimes, yeah. Like Sometimes Raw will be in Carolina separate. and SmackDown will be in Florida, so they'll have to boogie. So okay, so it's not terribly yeah, far but, but away. They might but not make both shows every week, but they're going to show right. both shows. They're going to be challengers from both shows. That's true. Which we could lead into our other Shit, segment. Rock the predictions for, for 2019. Uh, that's true. The potent premonitions of 2019. Rock doesn't show up for a whole solstice. You know what I mean? These guys can skip a week of That's the, true. Uh, the Tallahassee loop. I'll get into my premonition for 2019 if you're interested. All right, let's go for it. It's, the brand split is over. They're going to go back to one 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 deal, one roster, and it's going to... The whole caboodle. I, they're, they're, yeah. They're bringing the titles back. I hope, it's, the tags, I, hope they don't, I hope they don't do it shitty again where it's just the same guys every week. Cause then, but I have a feeling the brand split's going to be over. There's been a lot of talk about that on the IWC, a lot of articles. Um, a lot of people think... The way they're going to end up booking Ronda, Becky, and Charlotte uh, was a three-way at WrestleMania. I think it was basically, obviously just someone's theory, but Becky wins and gets the belt at Royal Rumble. Ronda retains. Charlotte wins the Royal Rumble, challenges both of them, 
to become a unified belt, which would probably play hand in hand with that. Right. As that kind of that's leads you to start unifying the two. So um, they'll be walking. Somebody will be walking around with two belts for like a couple months, and then one night they're gonna come out on Raw. We're gonna be unified. One purple belt yeah. instead of a blue and a red. But that's interesting. So I kind of thought the TV deal though was more for the brand split than anything. So well, is that SmackDown's going to Fox? I would think that they would like Fox would want set stars unless it's you know. But would you want your? How do you get the biggest TV deal ever for your B show? Supposed B show, right? Yeah, uh, they have to. That's another reason why I was thinking that plays into my premonition of you can't have the B show, and they purposely kind of try and shit on SmackDown all the time, but. You know, Becky Lynch basically brought them back. Oh, yeah. Big time. Sure, Becky, uh, you know, AJ Styles, obviously, his sustained performance over the last year or so. His Dan- title reign. Daniel Bryan. The Daniel Bryan storyline, obviously. Uh, and, Mustafa um, Ali has been a fucking... Yeah, a, a bright spot. And obviously, um, he's gotten his chance lately. Straight from 205 Live to the main event scene. I haven't seen it yet. I don't know if you guys saw SmackDown kind of bring that up this week. Um, uh, I saw a few minutes of it. I saw the worst up promo ever from Oscar. Yeah. Oh yes, they have to stop giving Oscar the microphone. Give her a manager. Give her Paul Heyman. What the fuck's going on? Jesus, man! But uh, people are are pre- it was a twenty five minute uh, Rey Mysterio Andre. Yeah, I fell asleep um, before that. I did not see it. Apparently, like all I saw online say was how great this match was. This better be built to like a great WrestleMania match. I mean, they were awesome. The clips I saw from the tag match, they were awesome. I mean, obviously yeah. pulled the first Canadian Destroyer on WATV in however long. So they, should put, they need to put Andrade, Andrade back in a mask as a luchador again. Um, they need to let him go. They need to let him, that guy catch fire. You know what I mean? Because he's ready. Oh, he's got everything. Yeah, you need he's got the manager. Yeah. That she can, she cuts a good promo. Uh, she, she can take she wrestles so she can take yeah, the bump, yeah, the manager bump. Or whatever she, he's got the size. He ain't yeah. like a little skinny. Yeah. He's got the pedigree. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's got the history. They could let this guy run. You know, also on the flip side of that, you know, everyone talks about Jericho. I mean, maybe it's more so Jericho talking about Jericho being the GOAT, but Rey Mysterio now has got to be in that conversation. I mean, sure. you figure he's on at least From 20 long years. darted into a trailer to uh, <laughs> all in to uh, the job in Almas. Yeah. Every time I watch it, though, it looks like he gets smaller, like he's shrinking. I think, every, I think other guys are just getting bigger and he's staying the same. No, when they throw him into the ropes now, he goes bottom Second, middle set. rope. Like, he doesn't <laughs> he hit top middle rope, yeah. Uh, I don't know if he was ever hitting the top row. I mean, that guy, I mean, what a career he's had. I mean, he's been all over, and he's he's definitely still got sure. it. Sure, well, Royal Rumble winner, uh, you know, on WCW, uh, champion WCW, champion WWE, um, obviously champion through Mexico, GOAT. Yeah. He's uh, up there. I mean, he's, you're probably not putting him in your top five, but, I mean, he's got to be a top ten wrestler, top fifteen wrestler, you'd say. Of our time, for sure. <laughs> of Forever, our time, or all time. Of our time, for sure. It's hard to say forever because people are always like Bruno Sammartino. It's such a one of his matches. Take a bump, you've never <laughs> yeah. lived. And, and it, it's such different times because obviously in that era there was minimal top rope lucha kind of wrestling, and now that's kind of zero. Like, if they minimal. jumped off the middle rope, the, uh, yeah, the they, athletic <laughs> commission called. <laughs> they used to the big move was the elbow drop off the second rope. The elbow yeah. off the second rope. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, uh, ten minute headlock spots. Sergeant Slaughter and Tony Guerrero. Uh, Lucas would have loved that. Yeah. A lot of armbars. Oh. <laughs> Dean Malenko's fought Boris Malenko. Armbars. Uh, Walsh, do you want to give a way too early potent premonition? <laughs> we can we can edit this part out because I'm I'm trying to think. I said I said it earlier too, and I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna say. I said it without even having an idea. 
I my this is a little. I thought about it a little bit, but I didn't know I was gonna be put on the spot. It's a, it's a way too early. Poker what do you mean you didn't know? He said, "Let's do this." Let's I say. think Marty is gonna re-sign with Ring of Honor, and he's gonna get a title run. I don't think he's going to AEW yet. Uh, wow! I don't think he'll be in AEW this year, twenty nineteen. Yeah, really? I don't think it would be a bad look for him to to no. work out the end of the year at least. Think about it in the Bailey sense. Everybody was ticked when everybody left Bailey and, and uh, NXT. They all went up without her. Why didn't she go? She got a title run. She got to establish herself more. You know, it, it ended up working out better for her. You know, she got her she had her own run, her own shine. I think we didn't we, we had mentioned that right that we thought Marty could focus that on Marty would. Uh, that's what I'm going to go with right now. I think we yeah, we definitely talked about him. There needing to be a uh, a championship run in in that contract. I thought because he knew everyone was leaving. There's no way when he so I think he signed for an extra year last April. Yeah, that expires this April. There's no way at that point that he didn't know, that, like they didn't tell him there was plans for this something else that they weren't going to say in the Ring of Honor. There's no way it was in the past four months that all this came to fruition with AEW. Yeah, I think there's a bigger plan here, um, especially if he was willing to sign like that, and if he's not, uh, if he's going to make his move, he's going to make it in the spring or summer. But I think it, it's it bodes well for him and Ring of Honor for them to lock him up and, and give him a spot, give him some shine. Yeah, they've already he's already had the uh, TV title, right? I think he was their TV champion. I believe so. Alright, uh, my potent premonition for 2019. Uh, Penta and Phoenix are going to re-sign with Impact. Impact. They're staying away from AEW and WWE. I think, think so? I think they're going to keep the Impact slash MLW route going on. Did I miss your premonition? I had to yes. For a second. What was it? It's not going to come true anyway, but go ahead. What was it? Uh, Phoenix, Phoenix and Pentagon are staying away from AEW and WWE. And we'll stick out Impact for the year. Impact slash MLW, because they're both kind of signed there. Right. And, uh, when are they signed to? When are their contracts to? <clears throat> uh, I was trying to look it up before, because um, they're currently, apparently they're in AEW and Impact are in a bidding war right now. They wanted them at the rally. Yeah, but uh, I think they're going to pick Impact. I think Don Callis is going to keep things together. Hold it up. Yeah. Well, Jericho's podcast, he's... Uh, he's uh, Claiming he's responsible for the rebirth of Impact. Oh, for them to sign Don Callis and uh, yeah, some he, other guy. He, he called them and told them, "Oh, I don't." If doubt you it. don't sign Don Callis, just close your doors or something like that. Yeah. And then they signed him. And yeah. That's why Impact is back. And then Babe Ruth pointed to the fucking. Face. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, uh, I can see like what Murph said. You know, uh, them shelling out the money to keep Penta and because who's their other big stars really? I mean, Sam Johnny Callahan, Johnny Impact is Johnny there. Impact, Johnny Mundo, Johnny um, Nick Cage. Nick Cage, oh, Brian Cage. Brian Cage. Brian, Brian Cage. Cage. Nick yes. Cage is like that weird death death match guy. Um, so Penta is obviously uh, could be a, a big, a huge star, if not the biggest star in AEW, right along with uh, you know the Bucks and them. So that's a power move right there, where you have to stick it out. Well, out. the thing is with Impact, you know they kind of have uh, Pentagon and Phoenix. I think they're their tag champs right now. They just I think they beat uh, LAX again, but no, I, LAX beat them recently. No, I've seen pictures with the two of them with the belt again. Like, How fast did that happen? I know. They ju- I just saw that match like a couple but days ago. But LAX at homecoming, LAX were the champs. Yeah, they beat. Yeah, they beat Penta and Phoenix. But I've seen there was a numerous amount of did Canadian you see destroyers the, um, in that match. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you see the thing where he broke up the pin into the destroyer? Yeah, he jumped yes. off his back. That was sick. That was ridiculous. Yeah, I haven't seen that match yet, but I can't wait. That's gonna be sick. Um, homecoming homecoming fan- was pretty good. I wasn't a big fan of LAX. They went in oh, that they, match with they throw Pentagon and, and Phoenix. Yeah. You got no, you got no choice. 
Yeah, you'll kick your fucking ass. You better, you better make this destroyer work, or you're gonna be yeah. in a fucking oh, wheelchair. Oh, you're on your skull. Um, <laughs> speaking of Canadian destroyers, oh, time out. Sorry, what I was gonna say was they locked up. If they're going on Penta, they already locked up what I feel is the biggest rising star in the females, uh, Tessa Blanchard, yeah. Ooh, which was huge t- impact. Has Tessa Blanchard for at least another year or so, I if not more. I didn't hear that. Which is huge because I'm sure Cody wants Tessa Blanchard. They had her at all in. He's got. Didn't she uh, just drop her belt though? To, what's her name? Taya Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah. Now they're both champions. Her and Johnny. But I'm sorry to cut you off, but that's big for Impact. Locking her up, having Taya Valkyrie. They got the. Crazy Rosemary chick or whatever. They got, oh, yeah. they got some uh, females, but they lost Chelsea Green. She's out of Impact. She's with WWE now. Mm-hmm. So that that was big for them to get Tessa. But uh, so I guess basing on my permission, I kind of see Penta being their top champion. Like they need yeah. that. They need some big star to kind of attract viewers. It's um, good, it's good, definitely. Um, and also uh, throwing it in there, the thing came out today with Eva Lee and um, Joey Ryan talking about. Uh, How Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground is yeah. pretty much, there's no season five in sight. They're kind of keeping some people hostage with their contract situations. So, yeah, oh, that's, that girl, be, what's her name? Ivelisse? I believe, I believe that's what it is. She's the one. Awesome. She uh, came out, an article came out today that she's been fighting with them she's for been trying over to get a out year. Of her yeah. year. Yeah. And Joey Ryan came out and supported her with a tweet saying that her story's true and he was in the same situation. Um, but Impact could clean up on those guys if they wanted to. Uh, so could AEW. You yeah. Know? That's the thing. I mean, some of those guys out, man. At, some... You know, at this point, with AEW having that backing, there's no surefires where it's like, oh yeah, he's like, he'll stay with Impact. It's fine. Like, there's no company that's now really more money. I mean, WWE has a lot of money. AEW now is a fucking billionaire back in the. You're talking about AEW, WWE, Ring of Honor, Impact right now are all legitimate contenders for people. And then, New Japan, right? And then I was just saying, New Japan, if you because they pay big money. Tama yeah. already showed everybody that. Yeah, he showed them all cases them. of money. And then you could always. Just, if you want, hit indie after indie and make money. Because Cody showed you he could do that. Yeah, go right on the road. A bunch of There's them people have done that. There's a solid level of um, indies right under the surface, just like our NEW. Right. NEW, uh, uh, MLW. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, MLW, all the other territories where the indies are strong. Right. You can go up to Canada. Canada indies, they pay big money, supposedly, uh, too. British wrestling's uh, bigger than it's ever been. Yeah. You know? If you're a decent name, not even like superstar level, but a decent name on... One of those bigger companies, you could leave and make a killing. A lot of those indies, you know, the guy pays you cash right there because he's usually taking the, the door yeah. money to pay oh, you. Oh, yeah, right. You know, you've, sure. you've heard or all the, the stories uh, about the, these. The picture money after the match. Right. Everyone goes on the yeah, room. right. These guys, Five you know, it's a lot of cash involved. Um, talking about Canadian Destroyers, uh, kind of get back a little bit. Uh, Silas gave PCO a fucking they attempted one. dirty. Yeah, they attempted a Canadian Destroyer yeah. on the apron. Did not look well, for no, everyone. It looked, in... it looked like they were falling out of a plane on Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> uh, that was just a kind of funny side note. Those were two large men attempted to do a flip. Um, quick notes on NXT UK. Uh, NXT UK had their first takeover last Saturday. They put out a great event. Yeah. Um, Pete Dunn retained in the main event. Uh, he's had like 600 days now or something crazy. Yeah, or like 600. That. He's got a crazy reign. Uh, at the end, Walter came out, made his debut. Um, Biggest dude in the fucking world. Whoa. Huge dude, big, um, uh, what's his name, talks great about him all the time. Jim Cornette loves him, uh, big foreign heel he always talks about. A great showing, uh, Jordan Devlin attacked his opponent, so they had a surprise opponent. Finn Balor came out, the place went fucking nuts. Yeah, that place was, come on, boo-boo I mean, for did him. Did you watch that? Finn Balor fought Finn Balor. 
Oh, well, that's his protege. <laughs> Come on, Devlin. It's his, yeah, I was like, like, wait it's like a student or something. Uh, Samira match? I like Jordan <laughs> Devlin. He, he was in the first UK tournament. Also, uh, Mustache Mountain came out. They had a great match. They didn't win um, the uh, Don't Girl titles there, but they came out and put out a great show, as they always uh, do. Tony Storm beat Rhea Ripley for the NXT yeah, UK yes, Women's champ now. Yeah. Um, I feel like those two could have great matches going Oh, they're going, going forward. Oh, they also announced a weird little um, thing, WrestleMania weekend. You see that? The War of the Worlds? Yeah, I think you had mentioned that, I think, we, uh, to me. NXT UK, yeah, I don't NXT, think... and 205 Live. We didn't talk about that on a recording, right? Oh, uh, no, no, no. We, yeah. just, we were just bullshitting. Uh, some of the names announced were uh, Cedric Alexander, uh, Mustafa Ali. Oh, man, now I forget. It's a pretty stacked card yeah i believe is it some like a like a tournament wrestling at access i guess yes kind of? yeah. yeah adam cole uh it was involved adam um, cole velveteen was it gargano or champa one of them but it's a sure. pretty stacked not superstar superstar kind of thing like those yeah. super heavyweights so you should see some good wrestling so uh that's definitely something to look forward to I think we're going to cut to our interview. Uh, we had Patient in the other day, uh, recorded a great interview with him, learned a lot about ECPW, uh, some of his beginnings in the wrestling. Yep, good friend of the show, the Patient. He uh, one of the most decorated guys in ECPW, which is a local promotion here. It's called uh, East Coast Professional Wrestling. They are basically a, out of uh, North, what would you call that, Northwest North Jersey? I guess, East Jersey. yeah. And they have, they hit the boroughs, they have a champ in every borough. It's kind of a association with little associations built yeah. into it to try and spread yeah. yourself out. They usually put on a pretty pretty good show. Yeah, we've been to a couple down in Jersey the past couple of weeks. Right, so uh, Patient came in, good interview, real real nice guy, yeah. great guy. Yeah. Uh, hits us with uh, some a little dirt that he's ready to come, he kind of had a little hiatus, ready to come back and take the goal from Miggs and... I can't wait to see him kick Miggs' ass and take the belt. Who, yeah. yeah, who can? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to cut that interview now. All right, guys. We're uh, pleased to be joined in studio here. Buddy, the patient from ECPW. Buddy, what's going on? Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. It's been a while. I think the last time I seen you guys was uh, the November show. November and... show. That was... Uh... Central Valley. Oh, Highland Mills. Highland Mills. Mills. I was here with my daughter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a good show, great show. Yeah, you had a good match that night when uh, Fuego was here, I told him. That was was definitely the best match of the night. Oh, yeah, we loved it. It was nice, smooth, slow. I like like working, you know, old school, you know, slow, methodical, Uh where the fans can actually interact with you, not fast where they're like what just happened you know mm-hmm. that's not how i like to work me and fuego we figured this match out it just went so smooth yeah it was uh i mean it, i talked about it on the other show with fuego yeah. i told him uh, i said the show was kind of slow to begin oh yeah and i got up to go over to the food stand and then you guys started and i wound up staying standing there the whole time watching them it was a good match yeah. to finish it was really good definitely thank you so now we were just kind of talking about this little off air uh you started with ecpw in 2011 yes um, when actually did you start wrestling, though? Uh, I started wrestling back in uh, November of 2010, right after I graduated high school. And it was with WUW at Johnny Rods down in Brooklyn. And at the world-famous Gleason's Gym, it was a great experience, phenomenal. I mean, I couldn't ask for any more. I mean, I learned a lot. I still 
I still use what I was taught there. It really does help me a lot. And I mean, I, I Johnny Johnny Rods is just a great guy in general. He's uh, oh my god, he, he's a father figure to a lot, including myself. He's definitely a humble person, generous man altogether. You couldn't ask for a better coach. And, you know, I think going on 80, and he still gets in that ring and shows them boys who's who, who does who's who. Who's, who. who's, who's running the business. Exactly, yeah. Going on 80. Exactly. That's, that's impressive. I'm I'm 31, and I definitely can't take a bump right now. So. I'm 40. There's no way I'm taking <laughs> Yeah, man. Johnny Rods is the man. If anybody denies it, uh, uh, it's come to me. I'll, sh- I'll show you. <laughs> you know. So actually, I'm going to kind of backtrack a little bit there. So then you kind of grew up then, I guess, wrestling, watching it maybe in the mid-2000s, I guess? Uh, actually, I actually, my first memory was of 1998, Mankind, Undertaker, off the steel cage. My uncle was watching it in my living room. And that's the earliest match I can remember. And as soon as that was there, I was hooked. That's me Making me feel old. <laughs> yeah, right. Because how much you remember? Yeah, that. What's your one? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's not that's a a pretty solid uh, first number though. I mean that's it is. You're starting off hot there though. That's you're starting off real hot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So then, kind of growing up. So you're that's kind of I guess considered the start of the aggression or, or whatever ruthless aggression, whatever. No. Add to that. Yeah. Add to yeah. So then I guess you're then kind of growing up then with that and. Like John Cena then kind of hits, yes. and that's kind of like the yep. big... He came out, Kurt Angle, you know? Ruthless, aggression, smack, you know? You gotta love it. I mean, then were the good old days, you know? Uh, the, the roster, it was stacked. You couldn't ask for nothing better. Yeah, you could have. Well, Saturday yeah. Night's main event with Hogan and Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. You guys uh, don't know what you missed. Oh, I, I, I backtracked. Believe me, I mean... If I had to go back, I mean, my favorite of all time, I love the man to death, is uh, George the Animal Steel. Okay. Love that man. I got a lot of my gimmick and tactical, you know, approach in the ring from his point of view. And, you know, it, it, that man, I, I've watched interviews, that man's as sweet as can be, and God bless him, miss him. I wish I could have met him in person. I really do. I was gonna, we were going to ask you about that, the gimmick. Where did you come up with it? Oh, honestly, me, Gino, oh, I'm horrible with names. I'm sorry. And there was this other guy, and we all came together, and I was like, the patient, because I was already crazy, you know. I'm, I'm crazy, you know. I won't deny it. And, you know, so we were always like, well, it's, what can fit? What can fit? And, you know, I bought a straight jacket. Went from there and went with the patient. There was, uh, going back through matches, um, there was a patient X. Who was that guy? Was that a different guy? Yes, that was a different guy. I've only been going by the patient. Patient right. X, see, I, I've met some patient zeros. Okay. Um, definitely, definitely a lot of variances. Yeah, because I was watching, I was looking at some, watching some of your matches on YouTube and I mm-hmm. put in patient and watch one and then the next one comes up patient X and I'm like, what? Yeah, you change up the style because <laughs> the camera's kind of far away, and I'm watching. I'm like, that's I don't it. think that's him. And I think I got skinnier too. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> yeah, looked. Yeah, he had real short hair and younger. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, if you guys really want to know my first name, WW, right? First called Mister Bean. Mister Bean, like, like the comedy guy. <laughs> yes, Mister Bean came out as Mister Bean. Hey. 
I worked with it, you know, came out. I'm not going to say I was the freshest green stock in the bunch, but, you know, I mean, if you ever get a chance, look up Buddy Beam's first match, and I was bad. I was bad, but, you know. <laughs> hey, you hey, got to start somewhere. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You can't, you can't romp me, you know, too bad. So, so how long um, were you running that gimmick? I'm guessing that was like the year that you were down in the city, I guess? Oh, yes, yeah. About, I was running that gimmick for almost two years. Like I said, I was at Johnny's for almost about two years. And and then after that, like I said, I, I was working with Gino, though, in 2011. I went down to school a couple times besides Johnny's and uh, started training at both. And then that's where we came up with the patient gimmick. Then when my financial problems came in, I just, you know, I was like, Gino's like, come down with these guys because we had some new guys coming in. Um, my friend Leo w- was uh, driving down, so I hitched a ride with him. And, you know, from there, we just made it work. We had some great matches. We developed my gimmick more and more. Like, I still develop it now. You know, you always want to try to change it with time, you know. You want to try to bring something new. You want to bring something fresh to the ring. You don't want to keep doing the same old thing because, you know, people don't like that, you know. It's just, you got to bring something new. Wrestling is definitely an ever-changing industry, you know. For, you know, the current thing, Becky Lynch, how long was she there on the roster? And now for WWE, she's, you know, the hottest thing. You, you, You get that one kind of change that starts working. Definitely. You never know what's really going to get over it. Exactly. And once something does get over, you're like, okay, what else can I do? What how, else how to keep I... it hot now. Exactly. Exactly. I don't want to let it get stale, but what else can I do to elevate my level and the level I'm giving to the audience? Yeah. You know? It's always, you got to think. It's always picking apart, figuring out what works, and sometimes you take a take a blunder, you know? You, you, it's all about test, you know? Trial yeah, trial some things are going to work, some things aren't. It's... Exactly. So, um, when uh, Fungus was here, he said you, you had a lot of titles in ECPW. Yes, I've held every title from the tag title. I've held that with Jay Speed, uh, Timothy Plasma. Timothy um, Plasma, Orlock. Yes, yes, uh, yes. What's his real name? Uh, Tim. 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 Yep. Yeah, we talked about with Fungus, too. I love his videos. Oh, yeah. With his uh, printing. With his printing. <laughs> yes, the guy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you, you, yeah. We went to the show uh, <laughs> last week in Jersey. He wrestled. Yeah. His printing videos are hysterical. Oh yeah. I don't know how to take them. Like, hey guys, it's Tim. And then sometimes like he flips the camera, flips it back by accident. <laughs> camera's all over the place. He's hysterical. Oh, uh, that's Tim. That's Tim. We love him. That's Seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Oh, he is. He is. He's a great guy. He is. So I think yeah. So you had the tags with him. Oh, tags with him. I've tagged with Jay Speed, uh, who was in in. Uh, a couple of years ago, I don't know if you guys remember them, but um, and then I've held the aggression championship three times. Wow, three times or two? Yeah, it's either three or two. One for I held it for two years, and then the other one was I think four months, or two months, yeah, something like that, and uh, lost it. I believe it was to Mix. Mix. Mix still presently holds it. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Rick King holds the aggression. Mix holds the heavyweight. The heavyweight. I haven't yet held that one, but I think I think it's this year, it's, I think, we're looking time. at. Yeah, I think. I mean, I beat Mix for the aggression. Mm-hmm. Doesn't, you know, 
I could beat him so for the heavyweight. Sounds like the course could just, just keep continuing. Where Who now has you he beat him for now? the heavyweight? Rick, uh, Rick King. Rick King. Oh, Rick King. Rick King. Rick King. I haven't seen him. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we've seen him. Yeah, he has the aggression title. He won it. I believe he cashed in his briefcase on Fungus. Or, yeah, I believe it was on Fungus. Uh, yeah, Fungus mentioned something about somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. Him for his thing. Yeah, I believe uh, Rick King <laughs> cashed in his briefcase. He held that thing for, I believe, a year and finally cashed it in on Fungus. Found the right time. Miggs is kind of a local guy. I went, I went to high school with him. Oh, yeah. In Washingtonville. Miggs, uh, uh, on, uh, on my, uh, well, uh, on the Slow Pitch uh, Facebook page, Miggs likes to keep it kayfabe. He was talking about his title, and uh, I tried to get him going. I, I mentioned uh, Connor, I mentioned Connor, Connor Riley. Riley. She get yeah. a shot at it, and yeah. Miggs said he could get a beaten if he wants, and Connor jumped in. It was pretty, <laughs> pretty good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Connor's yeah. a good guy, too. We talked to him once in a while. He's going to come on. Probably in another week or two, he'll be here. That's definitely awesome. That is cool. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. But the Migs, yeah, the Migs, me and him have had our battles. We have definitely (laughs) had our battles. But I think we still got a few more in the tank. And I think they're main event styles. And, you know, I think they should be for the heavyweight championships. Because, I mean, after all, I don't think I've gotten my rematch for my aggression either since I've... Wow. Lost it, so some clauses, I think. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so I, Gino's I, not holding up his end of the bargain. Yeah, see so, Gino Friday. I think I'm gonna mention this to Gino. <laughs> like, Listen, I was talking to patient. What's yeah. the, what are you doing to the guy? You know, I'm trying I to mean, hold him down. I mean, if I gotta earn my spot, I'll earn my spot. That's no problem. I'll open a challenge right now. I want Ooh. a ladder match, and I'll put it up for the number one contender of the heavyweight champion wow. or the aggression. Heard it here first. Either one, yeah, whoever wants it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in for a ladder match. Miggs is a steady listener, too, so Miggs, I think uh, they're look coming at, for look out. Yeah. He's had it for over a year. Oh, yeah, it's time to, for him to lose that. I've seen him uh, uh, defend it two or three times so far. Yeah. He, uh, I was there when he fought Tito. Yeah, Tito. And yeah. then uh, the, one, the last one when you fought uh, Fuego. Before uh, the that young kid, uh, man, I forget his name. Well, his brother jumped in, um, turned on uh, Marcus Anthony. No, Anthony, Anthony Mark, something. Yeah, yeah, Anthony. Um, I'm horrible with names again. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm very sorry. I know I got. I, you're all my brothers, but I'm very sorry. I'm horrible with names. ECPW seems to have different territories in its own thing. Yes. Do you switch? Um, I used to, when I uh, first started with Gino for a couple of years, I, I was going down to Jersey. I did some shows in Jersey with, uh, I tagged, uh, actually managed uh, one time, uh, Crowbar and uh, Orlock uh, one time when they were holding the tag championship. That was interesting. It was fun, too. And I've had some matches with Frankie Flo, you know, that mm-hmm. he's, he's a great guy. I did. I saw one of your matches against Frankie. He's a big guy, Frankie. Oh, yeah. Frankie's a big guy. He yeah. fought the other last week when we were there, Frankie. He, uh, with, he had the Puerto Rican flag bandana. Oh, yeah, big yeah, yeah. Dude, okay. yeah. He's yeah. jacked. Oh, yeah. Frank and he ain't a young guy either. No, no, no. He's a big dude. <laughs> but he, he, he'll toss you. He'll toss <laughs> he, he you. Believe me. He was in the opening match, right? Uh, he, like, yeah, like the yes. super jacked. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Frankie. You can't, you can't miss him. No, no, you can't. But Frankie's a good guy. He's taught me a lot. He's gave me advice, helped me along, you know. When you screw up, you screw up, and he lets you know, you know. But it's all help, you know. That's how you learn. If you can't take the criticism, I don't know what to tell That's you. That's true, yeah. I mean, in any job, any industry, you got to be able to take that constructive criticism. Exactly. And, you know, and kind of put it forward to your, to your own benefit. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. from a veteran. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. I was taught, Johnny Rods, this is the first rule he ta- teaches. 
sit down, shut up. That's it. Listen. Don't right. talk. Listen to him. You don't need to talk. You you learn through, you, you know, you teach. He'll show you. But just keep your mouth shut. Learn. Let. They'll tell you when you have it right. You exactly. <laughs> he, he keeps telling you wrong. You better keep going at it. You know, Johnny, go, 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 man. He'll put you down. All yeah. his routines uh, make you. <laughs> his, his routines will make you or break you. In my job, we had to do. I had to do a five-year apprenticeship, and the first year, the guys I worked with were all old-timers. Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to talk. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. That I had to like wave. Like if I if I had like told them, listen, I'll be back. I got to run to the bathroom. That was it. They didn't want to hear anything else. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I've been in the construction in the city over twenty years. So back then, it was it wasn't really the safety thing. So everybody used to drink. In the afternoons, well, some guys would start in the morning. Well, most of the guys would drink in the afternoons, and it was like, no, you couldn't have one. I wasn't allowed to have a beer until usually everybody left. And they, you know, because when I'd start cleaning stuff up, guys start drinking beer, they were like, nope. Yeah. But you learn a lot. It seems like now people don't want to do that. There was no. a little, uh, a little heat exchange with ECPW. <coughs> excuse me. Last week, one of the, one of the wrestlers setting up the ring was talking about. Nobody wants to show oh, up and help anymore. Uh, Meadowlands Monster. Meadowlands yeah. Monster. Oh, yeah. no, put it right out there, too. Yeah. It, no. it, his, it was something, uh, I'm paraphrasing, it was something uh, like... Uh, I travel all this way, and I have to come up here and set the ring. Yeah, I worked all I, day. The only one, only one, I think. Oh, well, I think uh, Orlock and Joe, Average Joe, were with him. But yeah. He said something about, like, you no talent, losers, or something like that. You don't want to come set up the ring. That's it. I mean, setting up the ring, that's... Paying your dues, you're right. never done paying your dues. That's the thing. You you put that forward. You you keep doing it because if you don't do it, the younger guys who come in are seeing that and they're like, oh, you know, that's your ego going like, you know, blowing up. Do the you know, I have no problem doing the ring crew. Right. You know, I mean, I can't wait. Once I get my truck, I'll do, do ring crew for Gino. I, I love doing that. I, I miss it. it. It's a workout. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's your pre-workout well, before the show. Yeah. yeah it does, doesn't look easy. Hang on the swole on, so you got the look going. All pumped up for the night. That's right? it. That's it. I mean, but you're never done paying your dues. And, and a lot of the older guys show you that. There's plenty of the older guys I've seen... Uh, a lot of them, uh, Patriot, you know, wreaking havoc, gets up there, he puts out the chairs, you see him working this ass off, excuse my French. No, that's right, this podcast. Don't worry, there's... Uh, okay. We tried the we're, first show, we're, and yeah, we went right out the window. We're, we're past the PG rating. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, I, I just had to make sure, you know, apologize. <laughs> no, and, no problem. Okay, yeah, no, my mouth is not clean whatsoever. <laughs> Our first show, we were like, yeah, let's try and keep it clean, you know, we'll get younger listeners. About ten minutes in, we were like, "Fuck this!" No, no little kid's gonna listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's good. Um, but no, it was. It's there's a lot of the guys and a lot of the newer guys, like you said, come in and they think they're uh, stuff. They right. think they think pretty much a month into training, they're Mister Superstar. Yeah, right, right, right. It ain't like that. Still with me, I mean. I don't care. You know, it, it's not an ego thing. I do it to entertain the fans. I do it because I love to do it. I love this business. That's what I, I, I loved about it. That's why I got into it. I do it. I don't care about the payday, really. I don't I don't care about any of that. I really don't. I just do it for the fans. Do it because I love it. ACPW seems to have 
Every show I've been to, a lot of younger kids. Oh, yes, too. definitely. A lot of fans. And I love especially the younger kids. They come up to you. They look up to you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like wow, you know, you get that feeling and it feels really good, you know, when mm-hmm. someone looks up to you. And you try to stick with that and you try to show them, you know, even if you're born, you know, this low down in society, no money, or even, you know, just saying you can make it. You can you could dream big and accomplish that with hard work, determination, and you know don't give up. Just don't give up. Yeah, that's it. That's how that's how you gotta look at life. You take it one day at a time. Take it slow. You don't want to rush through things because when you rush through things, you miss things. Right. So you take it one day at a time and you just flow through it. Just like wrestling, you just flow through it. You learn one day at a time. You never. You never get, you never stop learning. You're never done. You're, no, it's no. it's a business that you're definitely never done, and exactly. there's always something that you can be learning or to you know to get better at. Always learning, especially always learning. There's something new every day. You see every day, watching videos, studying, and you're like, "Hey, I can do that," and then turn it to make it my own, mm. and then it's just it comes together beautifully. You know, and just never stop learning. And that's a the ego, the younger generation just blows up. And it's sad, but, you know, I, I, I know a couple of the guys in the ECPW locker room. They love teaching the guys. I don't even mind teaching the guys, you know. I, I taught a couple with my friend Leo. They didn't stick around, but, you know, we try, Yeah. you know, and with younger guys, if I'm at the training school or if I go to training, you know, I try to help. What I know, I try to pass on. If, if I know something that they don't, I try to incorporate it because you never know. You know, it's always good to teach what I was taught and just pass it on because you never know when you can use it, you know? Yeah, exactly. That extra noise in the room is uh, the newest member of Slow Pitch family, Max. Yeah. The Labradoodle. Max, Max the Labradoodle. Has entered the room. He, the mic could go out because he likes to chew on wires Uh-oh. and everything else. I'm just going to pick up some of these yes. wires real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. He's, uh, he's a happy guy. So, um, you mentioned wreaking havoc. I mentioned him before. He's going into the Hall of Fame, I saw. Yes, yes. Uh, this Saturday at uh, the ECP. Uh, Crazy Awards. Ivan. Yes, Crazy Ivan. That man is... I don't know of Crazy Ivan. Oh, Crazy Ivan, he, he's very... He's a great man. Great guy. Te- very, very great teacher. He's taught a lot of the people, a lot of students in W's, uh, ECW, ECPW. Sorry. It, nope. Yeah. I have the same problem. Uh, he, he can't say ECPW for the life of him. All the time, I'll start it and I'll say ECW. Yep. I'll go through all the names of the companies, and, and it just happens. It rolls off the tongue. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, Crazy Ivan's a great guy, and yes, yeah, wreaking havoc. I, like I said, good job. Uh, congrats, man! Heavyweight champion, out to you from the podcast, a slow pitch. Congratulations, big man! I'll be there. Are you going? You're going to be. Oh yeah, I'll be at that the war ceremony. I think I'll be riding with Rican actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, I sort of thing advertising about. But we're going to go to the show Friday in Jersey. Yeah. I'm going to be out Saturday. Otherwise, I'd definitely go check that out because it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's always a fun time. I didn't go last year. I went the year before, and mm-hmm. it's always a great time. I've been to like this would be my I think 
fifth or sixth uh, awards dinner going to. Pick up any awards over there? Uh, yeah, we picked up a couple for, uh, like, uh, uh, show of the year, or which one? We did, uh, we had show of the year, I think the first year we actually had the Hudson Valley going. Mm-hmm. I think Monticello High School was our, no, not Monticello High School, it was the fairgrounds was the show of the year with Jimmy Chinooka and for the Hudson Valley. And, you know, we, the Hudson Valley gets, you know, a couple awards. And, you know, a couple of our wrestlers pull off a couple good awards, you know. We get her. So are those awards then, are they kind of split between the territories that, that Gino's running? Yes, yes, yes. Each, each uh, territory has, like, a match of the year, right. uh, super, uh, match of the year, uh, show of the year, uh, venue of the year, um, and that, such as that. Sponsors of the year, I believe they have. Well, yeah, you got to do something for the sponsors. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> without the sponsors, I don't know what you well, got. Well, we saw uh, you weren't at the show, the one in uh, uh, Otisville. Well, they called it. Oh Middletown, yeah, Middletown, Slate Hill. Hill. Yeah, yeah. They let uh, what's his name won the battle royal. Yep. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, the, the spot. Yeah. What the hell was his name? Uh, I'm horrible. I don't know why Again, I want to sorry. say Mike. I don't know why oh, I want to say Jimbo or something like that. But yeah. Also, yeah, Fungus was telling us, and he's sitting in the back, like they're gonna oh, let was, that guy win. He was out. <laughs> Fungus match was out already, so he was done. So he came out like drinking a bottle of water with sunglasses on, and uh, he was telling us it was down to like three guys, and he was like, "Oh shit, they're gonna give him, the, they're gonna give it to him." <laughs> and he said he stood up, and the guy looked at him and thought he was gonna do like a run in, and waited for him, and then they missed the spot, and then afterwards they were both like, well, "I thought you, I thought you." It was pretty funny. <laughs> that was a pretty good show too. That one. Yeah, uh, no, no, I was there. Yeah, you fought. It was I mean, me and uh, Punisher X, I believe. Punisher X. Punisher right. X. When, uh, I don't know, the other guy that's usually with us, that's the match where Punisher X oh, came yeah. out he had, with the mask on. Yeah. And Walsh was usually here with us. He's sick tonight. Uh, he's our third. He goes, hey, he turns to me, he goes, Luke, watch this. And I'm like, what is he doing? He's got a little backpack with him. And I'm looking, and then Punisher X is walking by, and I can see him look. And then, he, like, you can see he wanted to start laughing. Walsh pulled the mask out of his bag and had a full mask on. <laughs> and then he's doing the, the sand out to him. Whatever he's doing, he's doing. I'm like, dude, it's like, leave the guy's trying to work here. You're yeah. messing with him. Leave him alone. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. We had a good uh, time. That was a good show. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Another good show. Usually, like I said, almost all our shows are great shows. I have a blast almost every time. You know, can't complain. Nothing's you know. been announced so far, though, this year. Uh, no, usually January's uh, usually the time off, I right. think, you know. And then I, I'm hoping February, you know, kicks it back up. Yeah, me too. So I don't have to travel all the way to Jersey to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. No, mine wasn't a bad ride last, last No, year. maybe like Two 45. Weeks ago? Like 45 minutes. Ah, uh, yeah. No, never bad. That never wasn't bad. a bad place to watch either. No, he, uh, Gino's got a couple great venues out in Jersey, definitely. Yeah, this definitely. Is, was the, what was it? Bergen, Bergen, Bergen County, County. Yeah, or Bergen yeah. Field or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been there a couple. Times. Very odd. It's you're like in a, a residential area, and then all of a sudden it's like here's like the CYO that were like, <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, yep. like randomly. Yeah. But I tell you what, you ain't beating that for twelve bucks. No. There had to be ten matches, right? Eight matches. Yeah, at least matches. yeah. And it was no intermission, and it was like Gino was doing the announcing at the beginning, calling mm-hmm. you know yes. the, the calling him to the ring. Yeah. And I mean, guys were rolling out of the ring, and he's like, "And next to the ring, like, yeah." It was no, it was, it was he kept uh, it fast paced, definitely fast paced show. Yeah, oh, no nice. stopping. It was pretty good. It was a, like I said, for twelve bucks, you ain't beating that. 
And just that's what the fans right? love. They, they love that action. Once, yeah. Non-stop. Pretty packed house, right? They had to be 50 people, at least 50 oh, people. Yeah. It was a good show. So, uh, so now you said you started in 2010, so now you're going into year nine. If you had to pick either a favorite match or a favorite uh, wrestler that you worked with or against, who would uh, that kind of be? <sighs> There might be a couple. Might be a couple answers there. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. There's a list. I mean, throughout my whole career, I mean, the highlight of my career would probably be wrestling Tony Atlas. The man uh, is fun to wrestle with. I wrestled him out in Ellenville back in 2012, and it was just, it was just a great match. The guy's a great guy. He, he can't. He, as I said it to my friends, my brothers backstage, he's like a teddy bear. And and Tony's just awesome. He was at the Highland Mill show, and same. Hey, we just you know got talking. Did, did you put him over? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You, <laughs> you cannot not put Tony Atlas over. Come on, uh, that's yeah, Mister USA. For uh, you know promotions like ECPW, uh, when you bring a guy like that in, the guy ain't coming in there to put anybody else over. <laughs> no. When uh, we when when Tito was fighting Migs, me and Walsh were sitting there like. How are they gonna end this? It's gotta be <laughs> makes gotta him be with a, the belt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a, a funny finish. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. I mean, Tony though, he's great. I mean, and I mean, oh, wreaking havoc. I've wrestled him a couple times and tagged with him too. And uh, Reekin's great. Always a great partner. Great match. Great guy to work. You know, safe, productive, nice and methodical, slow paced. You yeah. Know? I mean. But, I mean, uh, you know, honestly, most of my best matches, I would have to say, were with my dear friend, uh, Leo Hartz. Uh, if you ever get a chance, we most of my older matches are with him. And um, we just, I mean, Ma- Monticello, if you get a chance, it's uh, Monticello, Leo Hartz versus the patient. And there's literally about maybe... 28 people in, in the stands at Monticello High School. Not a big crowd at all. Really low. And, you know, I mean, we made it work. We had the wall bump, bump spot, and it, it was just, it had the fans. It sounded like there were 50 of them. Yeah. And it made us feel good. And that match was just nice. I mean, until yeah, the end where we had our friend come in, and, you know, I like to call it his triple take. Because, you know, he goes up, kicks me, and goes for the RKO, mm-hmm. as he calls it. You know, there's the ego of yeah, the young guy. Yeah. But goes, literally triple takes, looks at the crowd, looks at me, looks at the crowd, looks at me. And I'm waiting. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? Are you serious right now? And then he hits me, and I just roll out. I, I, didn't, I didn't sell it. I'm sorry. I wasn't selling <laughs> that. I wasn't. But honestly... My favorite matches probably are with Leo Hartz, but um, Migs, me and Migs had a phenomenal cage match. That's definitely in my top five, me and Migs, and of course me and Fungus. Me and Fungus have been through hell together. I love you, brother. I know you did a (laughs) shout-out to me uh, on the last one. Shout-out to you, man. I love you. But, uh, yeah, me and him been through hell. Let's get back to Biggs. You gonna kick his ass and win the belt from him? Nah, Biggs listens. I'm definitely out of Migs. <laughs> Migs patient here, and uh, 
2019, I'm coming for that title. So Migs, Migs got to watch out because Fungus and, and Fuego yeah. both said they were coming for Migs. Oh, Slope is going to start uh, booking for ECBW oh, here. We got we got to start in the rivalry. We get some heat up here in Hudson Valley for these yeah. guys. All right. That sounds like a nice fatal four way ladder match to me. Yeah. Oh, Connor Riley also said he wants to come and see Migs too. I don't care. He thinks fatal five way. I'll take all the upcoming <laughs> challengers too. But me and Migs. I think we need a one-on-one first to really see our limits. Who's the bigger man? Yeah, see who we who who's got more. You know, I think maybe you know an Iron Man match since we've been through a lot. You know, see who can get up after a ten. <laughs> so uh, you talked about you know your first memory being Undertaker and Mankind. Uh, how much of current products do you do you? Uh, Honestly, not that much. I won't lie. I mean, the product's down. I, me personally, I mean, I still watch it. I still definitely watch a lot of the guys. Uh, some of the guys, I mean, you see, I mean, a lot of the promotioners are bringing the older guys back. So it's nice to always watch the older guys still. And, uh, you know, just learn still from the guys actually on top of the business. So, yeah. you know, but me personally, with my, I mean, with my gimmick, I mean, the only person that's really there's a couple people out there that I can relate to, and I mean Dean Ambrose, Lunatic Fringe. He's got a similar kind of gimmick, yeah. you know. I've been doing it longer. <laughs> no, he's been doing that since C- CZW. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He was uh, what was his name? John Moxley. Yeah, Johnny yeah, Moxley. and he was great. I've watched a couple of his matches from over there. He's phenomenal. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, not a lot of newer newer product. I mean, I love Finn Balor's Demon, but they never bring it out, yeah. you know? I mean, he, I loved it. I mean, everybody loved it. I mean, I think that was the main thing everybody loved about Finn Balor was the Demon. Yeah. yeah. Demon game. I mean, outside of NXT, I think they he's only used it maybe twice. Yeah. Well, uh, on the main roster. Big show, yeah, a couple big shows he pulled it out. Though. Yeah, and it's like, that's his go-to thing. Everybody loves it. Mm-hmm. And they just don't use it. I mean, I love Drew McIntyre. I'm glad they're actually pushing him. I, I, I loved him at when he first got him. I don't think he really got a chance when he first came in. No, the three-man band was going nowhere. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> that, that ship sailed. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he, he uh, you know, I mean, he he was kind of that first Cody Rhodes where he went back on the indies, right, and kind of yeah, made, made the name back, back for up. himself. And That's it, Demos. Make, makes yourself wanted. Exactly. I mean, oh, the, like I said, the newer guys, I mean, I just don't. I mean, a lot of it's fast-paced, and me personally, a lot of the fast WWE wants to know why everybody's injured all the time. Well, look what your guys are doing. Look what your guys are doing yeah. compared to what they used to do. And they're four, four, high, four nights a week, too. High so. spot after high spot. Yeah, 450. Back. I mean, I understand that, you know, big main event, say SummerSlam, Money in the Bank, you know, big. Even at the main event of Raw or SmackDown, but... You know, doing it every night kills you. And like I said, and you're going fast. You're not you at a slow pace or a decent pace anymore where you can control. I mean, that's what happened to Daniel Bryan, honestly. His fast pace right. killed him. Let's, you almost kind of look at that where if you look at Ring of Honor or New Japan and, you know, 
they're not doing those tours where they're, you're wrestling, you know, 20 well, days out of the week, exactly. uh, out of the month. And, you know, it's, I think you can do those spots because you're only wrestling, you know, you may be wrestling Friday and Saturday, and then it might be two weeks from now. Exactly. They're not overbearing you with all those shows. Exactly. Where WWE, the schedule is the schedule, you yeah. know? I mean, that's, that's what everybody dreams to get. And, I mean, that schedule kills a lot of the wrestlers, I mean. But, and like I said, the fast pace... It's just a lot of things can go wrong at that point. I mean, all them flips. I mean, I mean, you just there's a lot that can go wrong. Yeah, and, and it's just I I personally don't like that way. I like slow, methodical, and nice. You know, smooth. It, it just safe. Be safe. You're supposed to protect the guy you're working with as long as they're and they're supposed to protect you. I mean. That's how I was taught, you know, and a lot of that fast-paced wrestling just, for me, is not safe in my eyes. Yeah, it's definitely a lot less trust and uh, more for the pops, I yeah. guess, it was kind of what they're going for. I mean, high spots, I have no problem with high spots. Hit me with a high spot. Take it. Sell it, you know? Unless I it's mean, a Migs mo- uh, Moonsaw. I saw him do that. I like, you don't want to be underneath that when it comes down. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's, uh, well, I was under a uh, wreaking havoc, Moon Salt, but thank God I got well, out of the way of oh that. Oh my God, I thought you were going to say you, no, you landed that on you. No, I got out of the way. I did. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, um, it's just, it's just not safe for me, and I, I like it. I mean, like I said, you could still pull off big moves. You've seen me and Fungus, superplex, nice sell, sell, you know, pop up, you know, it's just all about how the crowd, you got to listen to the crowd, you really do. I mean, even if the crowd's dead, if the crowd sounds dead, hey, sometimes the people are just like this, staring at your match, and they just don't want to say nothing. I, I mean, when I came out of the locker room, like I said, you guys enjoyed the match so much, you guys gave it the best match of the night. I had a whole bunch of other people tell me the same thing after that night. And, I, and it really makes us feel good. And like I said, when we can put on a match like that and slow, methodical, the way we like being safe and everything, that's enjoyable when you're having fun too. You know? Yeah. That's, that's the main thing. The have, main part of it. Yeah. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. Be safe. And entertain. I mean, I love, like I said, I love the fans. That's the main reason. I love the little kids. Them looking up to me, like I said, I love signing autographs. I know a lot of the kids are mainly scared of me, and I, I'm like, I'm, I, like I said, I, I invite them to come up. You know, I'll give you an autograph. You, you don't have to pay. I'll give you an autograph. I'll sign your poster, whatever you want. And it doesn't bother me. I'm not there for the money. I'm just there to do what I love and entertain. Have a fans. good time. Yeah, yeah exactly. I love cool. it. All right, so we'll um, let you get out of here with. Uh... 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking, yeah. Uh, 2019. Looking for Migs. Yeah, looking for Migs. Migs. Coming for you, Migs. Um, definitely going to be hitting that uh, training facility down ECPW every Tuesday with the uh, lovely uh, Love Jones. Love Jones. Love Jones is a good dude. I've been talking, yeah. I've been talking to Love, Love Jones, Jones. Uh, the last probably two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get him in here. Talk right. to him one day soon. Probably, in, probably sometime in February. That's good. That's Love Jones good. was at... I mentioned him a couple times on the show. Uh, he was at the Highland Windsor Mills. show, the Highland Mills show. Yep. And I was sitting, like I said, I brought my daughter. She's 12. And we were sitting there watching and watching the matches. And he was 
trying to get the crowd going. And I only knew who he was because he was in the Battle Royal yeah. in Otisville, uh, Slade Hill. Yeah, Slade Hill. And I'm looking, I'm like, man, the guy looks familiar. And then Friday, I pieced it together. I'm like, he was in the Battle Royal, but he was really trying to get the crowd into it. Like, anytime yeah. the crowd kind of died down, he would try and get a chant going. Or like, mm-hmm. Yeah. He was hitting everybody next to like, exactly. what Like, younger guys coming into business. What? That's yeah. I mentioned this to Fungus. What? what? Why aren't they doing that? Why aren't other guys out there That's it. trying to get the crowd going? Guys, you have a good time. Like, my daughter had a pretty good time. Yeah. She said, you know, they do this a lot. Are we going to come back? So, of course, now i got to buy two tickets when I go back. <laughs> <laughs> so when they come back, I'll probably take all three of the kids. But if you're coming into business, you want to build the crowd. Exactly. Nobody's there to watch. Can't sell anything from an empty yeah. way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. You got and you got to develop a fan base too. Like I said, right. Love Jones. Like I said, he's got a great gimmick going for him mm-hmm. right now. He's working on it, and and like I said, we're gonna be hitting that training uh, facility hard every Tuesday. And like I said, I'll be teaching him a couple things. And like I said, I'll be learning myself and getting back into shape and getting back into that ring, so I can take on that mix and take away that heavyweight that championship. Title. Um, all right. So before we go. Uh, where can listeners find you on social media? Do you have any pages? Um, honestly, right now I only have one, and that's my Facebook page, uh, Buddy Beam. Um, I'll actually put in quotations tonight, patient on the side. And um, hopefully this year I'm hopefully going to develop a Twitter and an Instagram for the patient gimmick. So awesome. look forward to that, and we'll get 2019 rolling. Yeah, good. we look Boy, forward to seeing a lot more. Yeah, we'll tell you, you know, when it comes out, and we'll tell you page and everything on our Definitely. page again. I appreciate it, yeah. and thank you guys for inviting me. I appreciate it. It's, it's been a pleasure, and enjoy your guys' all time when you guys come out to the show. It's great to have you. Great to see you. And we, uh, look forward to seeing you kick Mix's ass. Definitely, yeah, definitely. definitely. I'll <laughs> put on yeah. a good show for you. I'll make sure. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it front row for you. I'll put you. I'll put <laughs> yeah. it right in your seat. <laughs> I will get right up in front. Okay. You got a hold. Let me get, let me chop Mix. Okay. I'll, I'll <laughs> get the crowd into it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. Cool. No Thanks, problem. Man. Thank you, guys. Slow pitch. Thank you. I really want to thank uh, once again Patient for coming in, um, taking time out from his big ECPW schedule to. Uh, Make some time for us. Uh, Excellent interview. Good guy. Sorry yeah. I missed you. Yes. Thank no. you for not getting us sick. Yes. yes. We appreciate you not showing up for that. <laughs> I've heard that a lot lately. <laughs> Looks like that might be it for this week. Covered a lot. Yeah. It's a long show. Got a lot coming up. A long hiatus. Merch going a lot of places without us. Yes. But uh, we're also going to NXT February 8th in uh, Poughkeepsie, New York with Velveteen Dream, Aleister Black, uh, Shock the System. Doesn't uh, that one say it was like NXT versus WWE? It did say it was versus WWE, so we might catch like a Mike Canales or a Heath Clinton. I guess I didn't think about that part. Yeah, they didn't say who. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They're, uh, they're going to be wrestling the Smoking Guns. Seth Rollins isn't going to be there. The Smoking Guns. <laughs> the Smoking Guns against Bob Backlund. <laughs> Billy, we didn't talk about it, but Billy Gunn got another job. He's uh, a yeah, producer, producer for AEW. Yeah, because they're probably not going to steroids wrestling like WWE did. <laughs> he is. He's big. Oh, he's still he's in better shape now than he was when he was wrestling. He's in his Bob 50s. Holly? Bob Holly looks better than he ever has. Yep. You wow. guys are old. That's a fucking... I haven't thought about Bob Holly in a while. Oh, sure. yeah. I listened to his po- uh, the podcast about him. I um, won't say who, but... Uh, when he slapped the shit out of that kid on Tough Enough and his whole yeah, career, yeah. really, but yeah. I love how people try to justify that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was him. Uh, Mike DeMont, right? He used to beat the shit out of everybody. Uh, um, not Mike DeMont. Craig DeMont? Uh, no. Bill, Bill DeMont. Bill DeMont. Bill DeMont. Hugh Morris. Yeah, he used to slap, slap the shit out of everybody. Piece of shit. 
So uh, that's the first one of 2019. Uh, you know, I think going forward, we're definitely going to try to change up the podcast a bit to to kind of grow, help it grow. for your ear. Yeah, help it grow. Check us out on YouTube. So, Slow uh, Pitch Wrestling. Until next week, take it easy.